Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. Who put this thing together? DJ Kev, DJ Zaya. That's who. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. Wait, 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 wait. This that Zaya Cash shit, though. Yeah. yeah. Lo mejor en Miami, bro. You already know. They're going to yeah. shut down the city with this shit right here. Zaya Cash, best in the city, bruh. Bruh. But it's going to be a podcast? Am I everything? I'm still lost. I'm me too. I don't know Yo, what's going on. Yo, I still want to listen to it, though. It's Zaya Cash, bro. Oh, shit. I'm down. 305 Miami shit. Hey, before we start, just want to make sure you're not going to do the road podcast this week too, right? <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't know what that is. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Okay, leave that in. I mean, I wasn't aware. We could we could make it an ongoing thing. Right. We could just make it an ongoing thing. He has no clue what we're talking about. Yeah. Anyways. Yo, yo, yo. It's MIA Radio. We're back we're for back. another one. Episode 105. 105. 105. 105. We got yes. a special guest in the building. Rockwell alumni. We got a living legend. A legend in the making, I'm going to say right now. Legend in the process. In the process. Let's word it better. We got... Uh, He's already a legend to me, so... Hey. Respect the process. Damn. I call him the wizard. I like to call him the wizard. Yo, I call him the takes a lot of pictures and makes it like a video <laughs> guy. <laughs> I call him gigabytes, large files, video files, hey. overblown computers. That's what I think of when I when I see this man. We have the one and only Dad filmed it. In Dad here. filmed it in the hey. building. Hey. What's up, guys? Let's give it up, like bro. That. What's up? Let me get some dabs. Hey. They can't they can't hear it, but pop, pop. Yo, I gotta say before we start that we've worked with a lot of. Uh, what do you call them? I guess videographers. A lot. Videographers. Content creators. Yeah. Editors. And I think and it's it's safe to say that that is uh top tier. The best. I know there's probably gonna be some that are are, are butt hurt about that hey, statement. I'm not saying the best. I'm just saying top tier. Top tier. I have Rare air. friends. Rare yeah, air. I don't. I don't think I'm the best. Uh, I don't think you, there is any best in in this. There's a lot of talent out here, and uh, I'm happy to be one of them or being seen as one of them. I like that. Humble, humble. So, I missed you guys, man. It's been a fucking minute, <laughs> man. I'm just excited to talk to you. It's bro. been like a year plus. When's the last yeah. time we saw you at H Guy when we filmed? Yeah, Cabecito. I think, yeah, I think yeah, probably the jumping video. When we yeah, the we, we, video? we've done a we lot were, of work, man. Because we I was actually. I revisited the um, the old uh, Rockwell Dropbox file mm -hmm. um, folder, mm -hmm. and uh, I was like, "Man, we did a lot of fucking work, yeah, man! We a lot in a time. short amount of time. Yeah, for mm -hmm. the time that it was, we less than a year. And like, that, that, we started in sorry to interrupt yeah, you. Right, right, right. We started like around October and ended in March. So, yeah. however many months that is, yeah, like six, seven. Six, but I mean, it, it, was, it was an awesome six months, man. You guys introduced me. I had, I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I, I didn't really. I wasn't too familiar with the DJ scene. Let's put yeah. it that way. I right. didn't, it wasn't um, a subculture that I was really like, you know, a part of. But you know, having been brought, you know, the, the opportunity to have worked with you and rock and with Rockwell, and um, and that man, it was like, it was great for me. Like, I really love the DJ community now. I try to follow up with everything that's going on. I have a whole newfound respect for you know what DJs were doing and are now doing. And uh, big ups to you guys for adapting and evolving uh, during this fucking COVID thing because I know that Thank couldn't you. have been easy. No, you know, and it, that's the only thing that really hurt me is that once this whole COVID shit happened and we all had to you know figure out what we were gonna do and move forward. You know, um, obviously it was just like you know I was bummed out, but I was more worried about like man, I hope my boys you know are gonna be able to get through this and adapt. 
adapt and you know move forward in the way that I, you know i want them to prosper appreciate so, that thank bro. you man so thank i'm happy you. you guys see you guys have done nah, i think that's what made it like unique that you were kind of like you were a filmmaker editor director but you weren't in our world so you brought that like outside new refreshing look of what we were trying to do and i think that's an issue a big issue that i mean i feel like a lot of us have and or it happens a lot in in the in the industry and like we meet young up-and-coming photographers videographers and they all come from either like a music background or like a night it's like the guy that used to take pictures in the club now is doing videos or like he has no knowledge they might know the music they might know the scene but they don't their video stuff is kind of new but with you it was different like you were like a very knowledgeable person that had your own style your own ideas and like when we would sit down in a creative process you contribute it in a creative way and it made everything work and that's why i mean i, I didn't want to say you're the best but i meant for us you were the best because you brought that out of us like it yeah. was like exciting to be like yo what are we gonna do and we were bouncing it's, it's ideas. Not this little 19 year old that's like yeah or, well, yeah. 28 year old that's just like well i have to say that you know once i even started working with rockwell i was probably and probably Ooh. still am you know really was underprepared, especially like, and I felt like maybe I didn't deserve the position. Of you don't have to raise your voice, bro. You're not <laughs> raising your voice at <laughs> no, 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 I like it. I like it. Cuban projecting, projecting. Go ahead. Go Cuban ahead. in me. Sorry. I'm gonna, I'm you're gonna, good. No, you're I'm fine. Sorry. You're fine, um, dog. So actually, you know, the what, what you're saying about that vibe that when we would get together and we would create and you guys kind of felt that energy yeah. and it would kind of excite you, it was because I was excited too because I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? But I was like, you know, Zay would be like, yeah, but maybe we could, you know, have me flying through something. And I was like, well, I don't know. How I to can do research <laughs> how to green screen, yeah. you know, in the editing room. And um, I'll figure out how to make a space or where to find some space footage that would be, you know, royalty free and I could use and put All it right. behind. And so I was kind of like learning with you guys, but I was also obvi obviously trying to overcompensate to be able to deliver and oh, I'm sorry, over deliver on what, you know, you guys as a group expected of me you know what i mean and we're hoping to see me and and that's how i approach music videos too like i didn't i don't come from a music video background i just ended up doing it i don't come from a yeah. short film background i'm just i'm just now starting to try to dive into that world i don't come from a restaurant content creation background it was just something that i was thrusted into and i decided well let me start googling and researching how to do that and how to execute it with the tools that i have and you know so I, i'm glad that you guys respect the fresh approach because it really is a fresh approach i'm just learning as i go and uh, no nah, and it's rare especially in miami where it's like if you tell someone yo i'm thinking about this they're like Oof, nah bro, i don't do that or like nah man that's too complicated yeah, it's normally it's normally like the conversations that we've had with a lot of these creator quote unquote creators it's like it's kind of a dead end and and we don't like to work with people that like don't add to it you know like when we talk yeah. and we brainstorm it's like it's always like, oh this and this and that and like with you it was you you're part of the team you know it was always like the conversation would keep going and it would get better and your input would help every everybody out else out, so. yeah man i like to create <laughs> for sure so how did you get into creating how'd you get behind the camera because i uh, mean coming from our side most people they want to be in front center. They want to be the DJ. They want to be the rapper. They want to be. Well, I, I did. I did want to do all oh, that. Okay, um, I, okay. I was uh, I was a musician. Well, you know, want to be musician. But I, I, I play instruments, stuff like that. And I was always kind of half foot in trying to become a musician and be that front and center guy. And I would play shows and, you know, do that whole thing. But um, yes. I ended up realizing that. I was having more fun fucking filming. You know, I was writing songs to literally just have a reason to film. And well, I what saw those videos at uh, Las Rosas of you uh, rocking out, bro. Yeah, man. I was, uh, what you I, playing? Was like a, I was a singer and guitarist. What kind of music? Rock. Kind of like al hard alternative. Yeah. Oh, uh, dope. Well, imagine. 
As I raise, was it's, it? It's on his Instagram, bro. Look it up. I gotta go all the way Some back to nah, the nah, nah, the right that far back. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, nah, it, it was fun, but I, you know, and it's also music was, you know, a very saturated industry, and I didn't feel like I could perform musically or had the talents to be, you know, in a conversation with the best or you know ever get to that level to be the best at that. And when I started filming these videos for myself, um, for for my music. Uh, I started realizing that that's what I was like starting to get really good at. And I realized that, man, I'm enjoying editing more than I am trying to fi figure out how to mix and master this song. And, um, and that, you know, and, and in that process, I had my daughter and, um, I was like, well, I can't be a guy that's rapping. I'm, I'm going to be 30 soon. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just rapping and like, oh, you know, follow my, my hard alternative band and my rap career. You know, I wasn't going to be that Wait, guy. So it was hard alternative, like my shit then. Like the shirt that I'm wearing, you know, this is a stained yeah, shirt. Yeah, like yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. So it was like, well, I mean, that's more like rally. you metal, I know, but, but it's like, I yeah, mean, yeah, it was like that, like that type of rock. Yeah, where I screamed and I sang and like, you know. Did you hate your girlfriend? <laughs> hate your parents? No, nah, nothing like that. It was actually really positive. So I wrote songs about like, uh, you know, about having a kid once. I was more about like time. I'm um, really into philosophy and history. So I would actually just like write songs about stories and stuff that I find interesting and try to put it in a first person perspective with the characters I was writing about. But um, yeah, who gives a shit? But <laughs> <laughs> fucking lit, dog. <laughs> who gives a shit? Yo, you just broke it all down, dog. But that, I mean, you sound like you were pretty invested. I know, in this right? You just gave us the. It wasn't like you just uh, gave us your own. You you just read your wikipedia to us pretty much <laughs> is, is that something you'd want to go back to later on down the line no no nah, no no way really? not even writing something what if i well, be, writing yeah, what if we do, I, what I if do, we do like an incubus where i'm the dj and you're like yeah man yeah i mean i like to jam um I, I think it's therapeutic i've been playing guitar since i was uh my dad bought me my first acoustic when i was 11 and um I've been playing since then every single day obsessively and I just kind of regret that I spent so much time learning guitar and learning music theory and not learning film the way I could have because I felt like all that time invested in that would have really propelled me a lot further than I am now. But, you know, I mean, I've only been doing this for two years. Mm -hmm. I've only been this dad filmed it brand company, two you know, years, dude, huh? for three, two years, three thousand eighteen, right? Uh -huh, 2018 then, late yeah. 2018 so, coming up on three yeah three years but i mean that takes a lot of like self end of 2018 because yeah, i got so, my yeah. first yeah December, you're right so yeah two years yeah that Crazy. takes a lot of uh self-awareness to be like yo you know what this music shit not for me let me focus on yeah well on I, I don't uh, uh man you know, uh, I'm trying to have an ego death, man. You know, that's, a, that's been a pursuit of mine <laughs> like for that. a long time because you know, um, I, I lived very the opposite of that type of mentality. And I was kind of very like ego, you know, just into myself, real cocky and stuff like that. And when I look back at that version of myself, it's not it's something I cringe. So um, I think yeah, we all had that. Yeah, that I had, version I had of a ourselves. time. I had an era where I was, you know, partying a lot and doing <laughs> a lot. And I was just a different person. And I look back on it now and it's not anything I'm proud of. And um, so I'm just trying to move forward. I mean, what type of talking about like our career? <laughs> nah, man. No, man. So when it come, came to the music thing, I thought about it. I was yeah. like looking at my girl and she's kind of looking at me and I'm like, yeah, I'm about to be 30 and I'm not going to say, you know, check out my SoundCloud anymore. You know what I mean? It just yeah. didn't make sense to me. And I didn't see the growth in that. So I had to like, yeah, it's you have to fucking be hard on yourself. And it, it, it that's it, crazy. It, I you mean, sit with it for a week or so. Yeah. But eventually you come to that realization like, dude, you're not that person. You're, you're not. You, now, how do you move forward? How do you is, adapt? This is weird. But so did you did you stop believing in yourself or you never believed in yourself or you were just realistic? Realistic. Yeah. 
it's not about belief. I believe in myself. Like, I know like, if you gave me a guitar right now, you know, I could make somebody go, damn, that was pretty cool, dude. You know what I mean? I know that for a fact. Bust so. out the guitar. This is right there. Yeah, yeah. Just fucked no, up, it's so. fucked up. I'm yeah. kidding. Well, <laughs> I would have. Well, fuck um, it. Play the keys then. Yeah, nah, <laughs> but, you know, so like, yeah. Fuck it. Play the turntable. You, you just got to like, you got to be hard on yourself, man. Yeah. I, 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 and, and I am hard on myself. You know what I mean? I'm that's, really hard on myself in every aspect. That's a good thing. No, exactly. I, think I, I go home sometimes every day and I, and I, you know, after, you know, I'll be driving and I'll literally be thinking like, Damn, maybe I shouldn't have reacted that way to that person. You know, I like I start overanalyzing my whole day. I'm you still know? thinking about like a podcast from like two years ago. Like, why did I say that? Well, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah, man, you have to be, and you have to hold yourself accountable to things. You know what I mean? And if you don't, then you're not growing, man. And let me tell you, you know, I, I realized that like when I started this, I was living in a tiny bedroom in Prestal, uh, you know, from my abuela's house because, you know, I had gone through separation momentarily and um, I didn't have anything. And then I was kind of just like, what am I doing, dude? So then I realized I saved up a little money and I bought a little tiny camera called the DJI Osmo Pocket, which is what Polly met me on. And uh, when I met you, that's what I was using. And mm -hmm. you connect it to your phone and it's just, it's really embarrassing if you want to call yourself a <laughs> videographer because you're like, no, check out. It did, man because I knew I had studied for months. Once I got to my grandmother's house, I just be really began YouTubing and going deep into the editing softwares because I knew anybody can film anything. It's all about how you present it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I've always been like a cinephile. I've always been into movies and shit like that. So I kind of had an idea of how I wanted to approach it, but I just needed to learn the tools to be able to do that. And I started using my daughter as that one thing. And I realized, hey, you know what? My daughter grows up. I can't look back. I only have a couple VHSs that my grandmother has, but when my daughter grows up, she can have her entire childhood documented like a Hollywood film. Now, how the fuck do I learn how to edit like a Hollywood film editor? You know what I mean? And like, how how do I shoot and how do you accomplish it? So I started YouTube and researching. So by the time I was able to get that little camera, I was already kind of decent at this editing software. I wasn't like not familiar with it. I wasn't just starting out. I had done the research beforehand. I, anytime I was... I'm obsessive about anything I do. So even now, when I go to the bathroom to use the restroom, I'm on my phone watching a YouTube tutorial about some new process or some new software or some new thing that I want to learn as far as framing, cinematography, editing, sound design, um, because I do all those things, you know? And so my whole thing is just constantly learning, constantly building, and that's what helped me get to where I am now because I just started doing that and people started noticing, yo, these videos that this dude's doing on Instagram of his daughter, that's really cool. What if what if he did that for my music? You know what I mean? And I started getting offers. And then from there, things kind of, you know, just uh, happen. And a uh, big shout out to Kendall Supply was one of the first people, uh, one of the first organizations to really look at me and be like, damn, this kid kind of has something. Let me invite him out and let me see what he can do. Yeah. Big shout, shout out. out. He introduced me to you. Big shout yeah. out to yeah. Kendall Supply. Supply introduced me, Supply introduced me to you. Those and guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And shout, big shout out Tacos and Tattoos. For TMT real. as well. Yo, TMT. Family. Fam right here, you see the cove. Yeah. Always Collab repping. right there. Collab, candle supply, and tacos and tattoos. Shout out to the and fam. Dad, and dad filmed it. So you just got a camera and you knew right away, I'm going to use this little pen camera, but I know what I'm going to do with it and where eventually. What were you doing before? Like, I'm working a nine to five. No, 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 no. I'm saying video wise. Like, were you, would you like, like, I don't know if somebody was doing something, we'd be like, oh, I want to capture this. Like, no, I had a camera. I had a camera like that. I, you know, I've always loved photography and vi you know video stuff like that and i i had a, a camera before you know but um so i had always dabbled i had even filmed a couple weddings you know what i mean oh, it's wow, not like okay. to say that I, I was ever green like i've been you know dabbling with cameras and you know little 
BS edits on free softwares yeah. for, for years I had been doing that. Okay. So I wasn't going in completely blind, but when I started to decide to take it seriously and I was like, you know what? I don't have that camera anymore, you know, and it's not doing enough. You know, it wouldn't have done enough where I'm, what I'm trying to accomplish now. Let me get something that's able to shoot 4K. So I bought that little pen thing for, you know, 500 bucks or whatever it was. And, um, and then I started going from there. So, you know what I mean? I, I had already an idea, but what I was doing before that and preparing was in the research of these softwares like Adobe Premiere, which is what I use, After Effects. I had just been researching it and like on my off time at work bored or, um, you know, while my daughter's playing in the living room and she's safe. So I'm looking at my phone and I'm watching these tutorials. I'm doing this research, you know, and because I knew that. I felt like I could execute on a higher level than, you know what I mean? That, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, man, without sounding cheesy or whatever. Nah, it just felt like I was bro. fucking it's like, that, it that, felt like something was supposed to happen and it felt like something was clicking. It goes back to kind of what you were saying. Like you had that belief, but it's it's like there's a difference between belief and like uh, being unrealistic. Yeah. But you're always going to have belief in yourself, but it's like, where are you going to... What are you going to channel that belief to? Yeah, you're motivated. You're motivated and you're inspired. I think that's the, that's the most important thing because like, a lot of people see a challenge as, as a challenge. To you, it seemed like it's more of a motivating thing. And it's like, you know, you have the drive and you have the instinct because when somebody wants to do something, if they believe in themselves and they're like, where they're where you're at, instead of like, damn, I suck or like, damn, I could have or I no, like you're constantly like. Well, the, yeah, well, yeah, I'm always learning and I'm always building and you know what I mean? And that's the only thing you, you can do and whatever it is, because everything is a craft. Everything is an art form. This right here conversation is an art form that I'm not really that good at. I over talk. You're I don't fine, have bro. good projection. It, We're um, going to start your podcast. More you talk, the, less, <laughs> the more you talk, the less I talk. So you're, you're fine. But um, but yeah, it's man. Because like you're passionate, bro. That's I, am, I am. I'm extremely passionate. But I don't know. Maybe I have like some daddy issues or something where I feel like I got to like I, like I got to prove something. You know what I mean? You know, and um, that's just how I feel, man. So I, I do, and I'm. Uh, I appreciate you guys. You can stop flexing. You can stop. You can stop flexing. I'm nervous. Bro. I don't know what nah, to say. You know, right? Why are you flexing? That, that's just you're a real like, dude, bro. bro you're flexing that. too hard. I appreciate bro. the real in all sense of the word. So let's talk. You know, let's take it back. Um, once you started filming, was there like any inspirations that you had? Was there any like, I want to? Oh, I like this guy, or like what this guy's doing, and then you know we can talk about. How do you call it? Shutter. Can't I don't say. know. Nah, I don't, nah, nah, nah. I don't he know. He has a patent pending, bro. <laughs> well, uh, it's not allowed. I don't know. Well, no, no. My, my, my your stop unique motion. Style. Well, I mean, it's not really the, the term. Th what he was telling us what it was wasn't what the name is. It was just it was just a term for like a new style, which was yeah. interpolation, if I'm not it, mistaken. It, well, no, no. That's uh, that that's that's the process. I interpolate images. Yeah, yeah. So interpolation is the process. Of, okay. Is part of the process of what I do to get a specific, uh, what people call the dad filmed it look or whatever, yeah, dude. That, those, that, that's that's hey, on the internet. Mark. Now those aren't my words. You know what I mean? When you know you're doing something right. So, um, so that look. So and it's a form of stop motion. It's nothing absolutely crazy, but it did. I realized early on that it was a niche and um I, I i obviously dove right into it and used that as an avenue to help get seen because i knew it was different it was yeah. that process right there visually was something real different than what other people were doing at the time when i had started doing it down here in miami you know what i mean and then and it was actually something that i came up across um by accident and screw it i'll give away some free sauce the camera that i bought was only capable of shooting 4k footage um when when i you know when i started 
making some more money off of this. Uh, I bought a new camera and uh, that was only capable of shooting 4K footage. And I thought about it, but the camera's photo cap uh, capability shot 6K. Mm. So I realized I could get 6K footage if I just take thousands of photos and edit them all together, and then I can have a contrast between the 6K and 4K, and that right there kind of gives me an advantage um, in the local videographer market because, number one, it's unique, and number two, you know, it's like, it's just different. I don't know. It's the details. Fire. Can I say that your color grading is like next level shit? Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing. Like, it's too. insane. Because I have the hard drive, so I see the raw and then the CG sequences, and I'm like, yo, this dude is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That shit would give me anxiety because I'm like, for, he's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do this interpolation thing. I'm like, bro, but it's like 100 picks just for me swinging my arm, bro. <laughs> like, I felt bad for you. I was like, I could just see you, like, in your room. Yeah. And, and, in the and dungeon, it, like. Uh. And it, it, it was. And let me tell you, man, I didn't, you know, now I finally have my own office and it's all vibed out. But before, bro, like, it was like a little dungeon, like, <laughs> on my on my little kid's bed with a, with one of those uh, trays, plastic trays. Yeah. And I had my laptop on there. But, uh, yeah, and I would spend hours, man, hours. But I knew that that would just make the difference. And it did. It started, yeah. you know, we were. I was having conversations with you guys. I was like, you know, getting introduced to musicians. I was getting, you know, like, I, I was getting, I was just, I was starting to see movement in this 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 hobby of mine and uh and i knew that the time that i put into it would make the difference and, and it has man and there is no shortcut for it you know what i mean i'll edit ten thousand photos in one sitting you know what i mean and there's a downside because sometimes i don't get to see my daughter but there's a good side where you know look at me i'm on a fucking podcast with you guys. <laughs> look at me you know um there's a video you made for me and i started noticing like your growth when i saw that video because i'm like damn i remember the first video he made which was the I think one of my pop-ups and then this one it had like such like the special effects were crazy it was like a picture with a hand would come out from the middle and then the the whole video would turn into the the picture that the hand came from you know what I'm talking about yeah 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 those are you would like take little you would crop little pieces of pictures and put them together and I was just like yo this this dude's an animal, bro. Like, <laughs> I can see him going down the rabbit hole. I'm like, oh, what if we just do this? this? Yeah, yeah, every yeah. time, every time we worked, he's like, I don't know if I can do it, but I'll, I'll YouTube and we'll find out right now. And like, we always made it happen. Yo, I remember hearing that shit. Like, uh, I don't know if I can do this, <laughs> but uh, we can YouTube it. And then, like, two hours later, you sent us like the fucking full <laughs> edited, like revised version. We're like, yo, this is fucking yeah. fire. And, I, and that's why at the time I remember, I mean, like you were saying, like you're a dad and you have a nine to five and this and that. And I was always like, bro, I like, I feel bad, but this guy's a savage. Like, I love working with this guy, but I was always like, yo, he, he must not sleep. Like, how does he, how yeah, is he doing? Like the turnaround was insane for like the work that you're doing, how you were doing it. Like you were just like, yo, how do you, how do you do it? Like, well, no, I, so much work. I um, can't, can't, can't. Well, no, because remember, I said I started this in, in like my little, in like a little tiny room in my abuela's house, and um, I told my grandmother, "I'm not gonna sleep for a year, mommy." <laughs> I remember she was like, "What are you talking about?" I and mean, I was like, "I'm not gonna sleep for a year. I'm gonna like really go hard at this." And I'm going to like, I hated the idea of learning After Effects, the program. Like, I hated like the idea yeah. of like, you know, really, but I knew I had to make that sacrifice and really get into it if I wanted to do something. And I, and like I said, I just became obsessive and I felt like I had something to prove and it pushed me and um, I don't sleep. You know what I mean? And when I do, that's great. That's cool. I enjoy it. You know what I mean? I love sleeping. And when I get to spend time with my daughter, that's the fucking best. But the reality is most of the time I'm in my office because, you know, I'm trying to flip shit. Um, and when I say flip shit, I'm just talking about flipping videos, flipping content and doing it at the highest, you know, 
standard I possibly can. Um, and then that that's that's just doing. And then that doesn't go and take time from learning. You know what I mean? And then I am working a full-time job. And it's just crazy, man. But you know what I mean? Like I said, hard work's going to pay off. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm not going to sleep for another two years. I'm going to see where I'm at in two years. And if that doesn't work out, then you know what? I'm just going to stay in my regular nine to five. Who knows? I might quit that nine to five, go work as a FedEx, UPS or something. You know what I mean? And just live a real normal life and just go down that road. But I'm not going to stop. Until two years, you know what I mean? Two more years. I'm going to give it a good four or five years of my life. I'm going to pass that 10,000 hour rule and I'm going to see where the fuck it takes me. And if it's, you know, if I like where I'm at, if I see that, damn, you know what? I, I, I already left my nine to five because I'm working a full time job, uh, you know, creating art, you know, and, you know, and I'm doing it off of this art. Then, you know what? Then I accomplish my mission. And if I don't get there, then that's OK, because then this will just be another chapter of my life, like being a 15 year old kid in an emo band, you know, singing about bullshit heartbreak in high school. It's just another chapter. And then, you know, I'm just trying to reach the next plateau in my craft or in my life, whatever the fuck comes first. Damn, yeah, bro. Yeah, I think I think that's a wrap. We're done. <laughs> we don't have anything else to add. We don't have anything else to talk about. No, but I think that, no, that's, that's dope that you said it because I think it's important, especially now with this like pandemic. A lot of people are not, or I mean, are being forced to be like so a matter of fact about things and like realistic. And you're just out here like, yo, I'm gonna do this, and if it doesn't work, all right, I'm gonna yeah, be. A I'm UPS. gonna be realistic. Yeah, like I'm gonna be realistic. No, about it's it. the right mindset. I mean, you have the mindset, and 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 it's it's the drive, and and like I'm hungry, and I'm it's hungry. it's it's, it's it. that kind of attitude. I mean, and this, I say this just for the listeners because like when you think that way, it really does change what you do and like your outcome. It does, and, and right. I spent I spent thirty years of my life not thinking that way, and then then the last you know three years that I have, you know, I I've seen more growth now than I have in my entire life, and I've been through the military. I you know I, I didn't have the greatest, you know, I I've been through stuff, and I gotta say, man, it was it was all just a bad way of thinking when things weren't good in my life, and once I changed my mindset. I really did see change happen. I get goosebumps talking about it because it's just, it's fucking real. It's true, man. It's, yeah. It is a mindset. Life is your perception. Life is about, you know, moving. I don't know. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak anymore because well, I sound like an idiot. No, bro. What was that <laughs> mental switch that you're talking about? That like you were you living said, a certain way, and then you also said being a nightlife, uh, or what would you what you say? You were living a life that was not the best. Not the best, man. No, no, no. Because I wasn't. I wasn't hungry. I was spending all my money. You know, I, I was bartending for a long time, and I would work mm. a shift, and then as soon as getting off of work, you know, the 200 bucks I made, I would go spend it at the bar because I wanted to get served on. I was like, screw these people. There's a. I'm serving people all night. I want to get served on, and then I would spend the 200 bucks, and then. I wouldn't have money or I wouldn't like, and I was never going towards anything. I always was just never driven towards anything. I was trying to find my purpose. I thought maybe it was music. It wasn't, you know what I mean? Maybe I thought it could have been, you know, this one career path I took, you know, it, it, but that didn't feel right. You know what I mean? It's like, so I've always just kind of been like, how the hell, you know, I, I don't know. I was always in the wrong mindset. And then one day when I was by myself and I realized I'm about to be 30 years old, I don't have crap. I'm here in my grandmother's house in a room. My daughter's in another house. Like, what the hell are you doing with your life, David? And then I just said, oh, it's just, it's been choices that I've been making or it's a mindset. So let me try something different. And I got to say, it was extremely uncomfortable changing that previous mindset. It, it was hard. It was like a two week process, but it, it happened because of just repetition. And I, and I, and I was like, I'm not, this is not going to be my end story. This tiny room is not where yeah. my legacy ends. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, fuck that. the more uncomfortable it is, the better it will be for you in the end. Yeah. When you and, have to and, change. And I've been uncomfortable. I haven't slept in two years, you know, but I'm still hungry. 
still motivated <laughs> and I'm I mean, still going hard you said him. you said two weeks but it might it takes people a lifetime sometimes yeah and, like it, and it all out. depends and it's 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 not funny well it's good that you said that it's it funny you, too it life is you. funny bro life is well, fucking crazy it, you said that it hit you in your 30s like i mean it hit me later on i was further down the line and i was doing different things and one event trickled another and then it just kind of changed everything but it's it happened that's what matters you know and, yeah, and you start thinking different and, and and you get off the autopilot and you you get off the basicness of just expecting things from others and you you know take the world in your own hands or whatever can i say something when i first met uh Polly, it was at um where was it tripping animals mm -hmm. uh tripping animals brewery uh, i was doing a video with kendall supply he wanted me to meet you mm -hmm. and he was like bro you know Polly, Polly. When you meet Polly and you don't know him, he's got kind of like this real stern <laughs> face, you know. He was kind of like no emotion. Hey. Like I even remember how he said hi to me. He was just kind of like he like it wasn't even a hi. I was hey, like I was, eh. I was talking, you know. And and then I was like, oh, this guy's a tough cookie. But you know what you do with tough cookies, right? <laughs> you dip it in milk, baby. You dip it in milk. Hey, I'm not tough at all. Hey, though. you know, I was. You know, it's funny that you mentioned this because I was talking about the Polly and like the different Polly things that he does. So like Polly will do this to you. I gotta stand up for this one. Like if it's like a group of people and like people are talking, Polly would be like this. <laughs> I've seen that. And then like he'll do this, like and then when he does this, it's the fucking dab. He'll do I'm making that shit up, bro. <laughs> when he says something, like when he like when he says something he does that like back yeah i know what you're talking about shit, bro you need that like, check in your life bro so that quiet when, check. when he does that when he does that you know it's like something real so we'll be chilling and be like that subtle check it didn't happen like yeah, that yeah no it's, it's EFX, you're foolish yeah, you <laughs> i've gotten that few fucking i've gotten that like once a meeting <laughs> we were <laughs> it's always the oh we we've had our little battles yeah our little arguments but that's why we it made wouldn't fire be real shit. if we did that's why we made fire struggle. Of course. I remember we were on I the, was with him a lot. Like the every Trello. Day, every week. The Trello board, bro. The Trello board. Y'all put me on the Trello. the Trello. I haven't used it since, but the Trello's hard. I still have I like an Trello. alert from it was Trello. dope. It yeah. was dope. I but it, I still it was it. real organized, real, real But I bet it was based. I bet it was frustrating for you when you saw shit. And I'm ex military just like you, so I'm real like object like just like I need things stupid proof. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like boom, boom, stupid. boom. And Trello made things real stupid proof. I liked it. Things I like add, things added up on there, so yeah. I was like shit. I don't want to add any more things on this one. So I made like a other column for him, but it was just more shit more for him. Piling up. Have you had like trouble getting that, like gauging that? Because I mean, you said you started two, three years ago. So in the beginning, I'm sure you were like super excited. I mean, you still are, but super excited to work with people. But then kind of having a gauge because I, it happens to like every video and DJ and everything that is like in the beginning, you're like, let's go, 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 go. And then people kind of not take advantage of you, but are like, yo, like work with me and I'll work with you. And then you need to work, but but then it's a lot of work and then you're trying to manage, you know, your other job and this and that. Yeah, man, like kind of. But at the same time, I kind of look at it like I'm blessed in the sense where I am just working a nine to five. You know what I mean? This was just a hobby that turned, you know, in, into a second, you know, way of you know, another form of income. Um, so I'm not really stressed when, when, when I get into those types of situations where like I'm, I don't know how to say it, like 
Repeat the question. Let me make sure I'm answering this correctly. <laughs> Let me make sure I don't say the wrong fucking thing. Here. I like I like the fact. How, how do you make sure you don't get taken advantage of as a creator, like in the beginning when you're trying to get work? Oh, okay, you know, okay, no, okay. Balancing yeah. that work, like I want work, but not yeah. overworking. Nah, man, no, nah, yeah, no. Nah, you got you're gonna you're gonna get overworked if you're starting. You know what I mean? You you're gonna get overworked. Um, now. I don't because, like I said, I, I do have other forms of security financially in my life that luckily the only work that I'm doing is work that I want to be doing when it comes to creating art. So I'm only working with artists that I want to work with. I mean, you know what I mean? And if it's a client that could potentially bring in, you know, it, it, it's a client that I want. I see that, you know, I'd be financially compensated in a good way and it would you know, just be something positive, you know, for what I'm trying to build towards my legacy. Then absolutely, man. But if not, then, you know, go fuck yourself. That's how I feel. Like, I, I'm not stressing about that, man. I, I'm 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 in a blessed position where right now I get to choose who I work with, who I want to work with. But when you're starting out, yeah, you're gonna get taken advantage of, and I think that you should get taken advantage of because it's a learning process. And if you're starting out as a videographer, do free work. Don't don't always think about the money. It's not about the money that comes after. Work on like what you're wanting to do, but build with the people and the clients that you want to build with. You know what I mean? I've always loved the creative direction of tacos and tattoos before i ever worked for them before i got the opportunity to film something through kennel supply with them i loved the creative direction i was like yo this is awesome this is like some type of cool bohemian like when it first got started it was like in a tiny little hole in the wall so I was like, this is some cool bohemian like you know like almost downtown artsy place but it's in kendall and kendall there's nothing but cafeterias and like here we are with this cool super artsy art-based restaurant literally you know what i mean and the owner is a local from my from my neighborhood you know what i mean and and he's doing it and he's he's really good he's making awesome food and he's you know he you know what we both call it edible art you know what he's doing so I was always a big fan of them, but so when I got an opportunity to film a Cinco de Mayo at the restaurant just for free, just an opportunity to film something and kind of prove my worth, I went and I did it. And you know what I mean? And three years down the line now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working with them and you know, that's my family and we're, we're building great things and we're building legacy on both ends and we're doing good things for the community. And so that's why I say work with the people you want to work with if you're starting out, but you got to fucking, you're going to get taken advantage of take an L, learn how to take L's and use that as knowledge to move forward because without those types of losses, you're not going to be able to navigate. If everything's spoon fed to you and this and that, you're not going to be able to navigate, you know, the maliciousness that this industry can have within it. So, but you're going to get worked, bro. And you got to get worked. Yeah, and, you, you know what I mean? Like bit. I said, I haven't slept in two years. So if, if you're starting out in video, you know, get ready to work, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to eat shit for a little bit. You got to eat shit. You got to, you know what Humble I mean? And, yeah. Oh, a $50 video just to do that. Do free music videos. doesn't matter. The whole thing is just to create. And if you're really about it, then it won't matter about any money or how much you're getting taken advantage of because at the end of the day, you got to do what you wanted to do. And for me, that's create. That's create some type of visual content and make my ideas a tangible form for the masses. Let's go. You know? We're going to make four episodes <laughs> out of this one and sell it like a fucking uh, a motivational Tony. It's coming off that way. Fuck Tony Robbins. No one's going to want to listen to this Bro, shit. No, no, that is this fire. This is the best. Tony, the Tony best. Rob, this is a Tony Robbins. This is what we sponsor. try to capture on here, bro. We're trying uh, to we're, we're trying to inspire we're creators, just letting you, DJs. We're just letting you talk, bro. We're because we know it's not it's not easy. A lot of people relate to this shit. Like, yeah, no, it's I not easy, it. man. But you got to go through. It. I mean, because I mean, what what you're saying relates. You know, we we have a lot of DJs, and and that's a conversation that comes in our books a lot. There's a lot of DJs that they think that no matter what, when, where, like, 
they think of they're the highest and either new, old, whatever, you know. But if if you're a new DJ in a market, you have to do it. If you're old DJ in a new market, you have to do it. Like it's part of being a creative and creating value to your brand, you know. Yeah. You've you've like you said, you know, you've done it pretty well. Is it frustrating when you're working with an artist that doesn't match your vision? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's always tough. Um, but luckily, I, I have had bad experiences with that. And um, how does that end up? Do you guys just cut it or does it just come out? No, nah, you know what? I Luckily, I can say that I've never had a video of mine uh, like rejected or turned back because I, I know a lot of videographers, especially in the music video scene. Um, sometimes you get an opportunity with a big artist and your shit just doesn't make the cut. And that yeah. big artist will take that L for the thousand bucks he paid you or whatever it was yeah. and go somewhere else and just pay it again or something else. And I know a couple people that have taken those types of L's, but luckily that's never happened to me. But as far as I... At the end of the day, I'm the one editing and finishing it, and I want them to be happy, man. So I try to respect whatever their vision is. You know what I mean? No. Um, if it's that type of project. But I try not to involve myself in those types of projects. I try to sell myself as like a package. Like if you're going to work with Dad Filmed It, you know that you already kind of have an idea stylistically of what you're probably going to get. You know what I mean? Like, And not saying that you don't have any input or none of my clients. Like, It's a very collaborative process. Like All my ideas, like I said, they're, they're, it's, it's usually done with somebody else, and we, we build something together because um, I have my... My strengths and weaknesses and that's why i like working with other creatives um when it comes to that uh, especially music artists and shit like that but if we have a different vision man um, at the end of the day the client should always be right so i would want to respect it um but I'm, I've, i i have you know i'm still bitter about a couple of those fucking music <laughs> videos that i released and i was totally against the creative direction i uh, i try to voice it in a polite way i try to voice it in a dick way and like i'm still bitter about it do you think but at the end of the day they were happy they loved it because i ended up doing it the way they wanted and do you think um, that if somebody watches that video and they hit you up, they're like, hey, I saw what you did for so-and-so. And it's like that one that you hate or you're like, are you doing like the Michael's No, nah, like man. No, no, no. It's more of like a personal thing or whatever. But uh, if someone's hitting me up based off of a video, even if I wasn't like, you know, in agreement with a couple creative points or whatever with it, and maybe it's not my favorite thing to watch personally, somebody's hitting me up. It means it affected them in a certain way. And at the end of the day, that's a director's job, man, is to make and, and give, you know, affect you in a way. My girl will watch a movie. And then she'll be like, I hated that movie. And it'll be, it, it would have been, and I'll be like, why do you hate it, babe? Why do you hate it? She'll be like, oh no, because that character, he was such an asshole. And then that girl, and then I'm like, <laughs> that means you like That yeah. means that the director did his job. You're feeling those things. Girl, you know what I mean? Is your girl the people that like hates? Right, this keeps like turning around. Does your girl hate? Um, um, certain actors because of the role they played. Absolutely, she's one of those people that are like, yes. oh my god, I fucking cannot stand so and so. And like, absolutely. Life, and like babe, if you're hearing this, you know, you know it, girl. Don't even try to front later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, a thousand percent. Like I can't stand. She actually doesn't like some actors because of the. Yeah, That's what I'm okay, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She's it's one of those. They're doing a great job. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. They believe them so much. They, they thought they're amazing, that, and it, it took me a while as a viewer to get that. Like, I was like in my, I, I was living with a. Uh, a firefighter who was really into films and we were roommates for a while when I'm in my early 20s and he was the one that kind of opened my my eyes what's up Jay shout out uh, to movies and he was like really into like you know like cinema the Criterion Collection and he would show me these films and I'd be like dude I hate this movie and he was like why do you hate it he would ask me the same thing and then I realized oh no I don't hate this movie I'm just like Very I'm literally attached. 
attached to what a good job the director did or the actors did in portraying whatever it was they're portraying and it affected me in such a negative way that even afterwards you know and i have tons of those films where i've only seen once and i only watch it once but man you know low-key those are like some of my favorite movies because <laughs> it like it does something to you. it makes you feel something you know and um yeah i hope i can make you ever seen a uh, battle royale Loved Battle Royale. You've seen it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I did, bro, I've been asking Amazing. so many people if yeah, they've seen man. his movie, and everybody tells me no. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's like like three quarters into it, man. You're like, Jesus, dude, what is this? It's but, insane, right? But then, then the ending, yeah, but I loved it. I yeah. want to rewatch it. Um, I, Battle Royale is a good movie. Movies. Have yeah. you ever worked on one? I think I remember reading you worked with, um, who was it? Uh, Giancarlo Lafredo. Was it on Stripper Wars? No, 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 oh, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> I was just asking. I was just asking. No, 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 that's no, no, no. And I say no, no, no like that because that's know. his baby. And um, no, I, I've worked with Giancarlo Fredo and um, and uh, uh, on, on music video type stuff. Um, but I was actually just a fan of his and Julian Yuri's. Uh, they kind of like, you know, were at the forefront of the Miami yeah. that's short why, film That's scene. why I asked because they really, did Stripper Wars together. Yeah, I was always really influenced them by Younger. Even in like my 20s or whatever, I saw, I saw stuff they were doing, man. And I was like, because I've always been a fan of artists from our city. What about? Um, so. sorry no, no i've always been a fan of artists from the city so i saw the shit they were doing and i was just like damn it's different it made me feel kind of like dirty watching some of their shit and i loved that you know what i mean but that's why i've always loved punk rock and hardcore music i love things that kind of made me feel dirty Lo i've always been into subcultures locally um is there any directors any any video guy like how's the videos like yeah. the director scene in miami because like it's I amazing man it's fucking incredible man there's so much talent like out there's here. a lot of talent we don't get enough love about it yeah, no, no. There's some amazing, amazing talent. Um, uh, shout out Graphics Kid. Shout out uh, Derek Did It. Uh, shout out um, AR Visuals. Um, shout out uh, Steve on the Internet. Shout out Flower Cop. Shout out Twelvelin. Um, Twelvelin, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 the artist, but he's also he's the director. He directs. Oh, I didn't know he directed. Right yeah, man, he's he's real talented, real versatile uh, dude. Uh, big shout out. He's I doing great he's, things for the city. I think he's gonna pop, bro. I hope so. He music, deserves it. He's already like, popped in, 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 well, in, in, bigger, in, in you know? the city's hearts. You know what I mean? I mean, even in the city are he's already popped because you know he's just doing so many positive things. And for artists and creatively, you know, mad respect to him. I'm trying to do the same thing up in my little barrio called Kendall. You know what I mean? I'm trying to bring art to our little thing. But um, yeah, there's a lot of fucking talent down here, man. Tons of talent. Um, I'm happy to be you know one of them. I'm ha I, there's enough to eat. There's enough to go around. Yeah, uh, I don't look enough. at it like you know. What I mean, I'm not trying to corner any mark, man. I, I, I would. I, I love working with artists that work with those other directors. Uh, shout out Nick Garcia. He works with uh, multiple directors down the here. Binga. Shout out the Binga, and he's Mr. always showing Binga. love. Yo, yes. hey, can you connect me with him? I've been trying to connect with him. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure, That's bro. That's I've been homie. trying to connect with him That's for a while. Homie. Yeah, I got him on my phone. I'll, I'll hit him up. You're there. very like pop -up. sorry. You're like a gorilla filmmaker. I would kind of categorize you. A thousand percent. You just like, and we were talking about earlier. You're like a troubleshooter. Like you just figure it out you don't need like a six-man team it's just you and a camera well yeah man and that's it that's the other thing kind of like I, I tell people you know what i mean um you know i i go i've i've been on shoots with john carlo lafredo let's say and he has you know a thirty thousand dollar budget you know what i mean full crew full camera crew stunt crew uh engineers on the set to make shit work like crazy like full sets like that and I kind of think about it and I'm like, yeah, obviously, you know, they're doing shit on another level. Like, you know what I mean? But I, I've always like 
I've just done it myself. Like I realized, damn, I, I need to buy a camera because I want to shoot content. I want to make content. So I bought a camera and I shot it. And then I realized, damn, I need to edit this content. So then I started becoming really obsessed with the multiple, the you know, becoming multifaceted in editing. So I focused on special effects. I focused on Photoshop. I incorporate all of Adobe's programs and other softwares into my workflow because I'm just trying to elevate the vision or whatever, because at the end of the day, I'm just troubleshooting and also trying to overcompensate for like, you know, maybe not such great shots sometimes or whatever, but I'm learning that too. I, I'm I've been diving really deep into cinematography recently and I'm just trying to get better framing. And, um, cause I think that's a weakness of mine. That's framing. That's dope though. Cause you're trying to get good at a little bit of everything, not just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do love ever, it all. Lighting is important, but do you ever feel that like pressure of like, damn, I should like, focus just on one no or be more i guess quote-unquote traditional like or i should have a, a sound guy i should have because like you know well, my no 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 i now having been on those sets i realize how important it is to quality so like uh you know i i won't do an interview now um unless i have you know my sound equipment and enough money to shoot my friend at least 100 bucks for coming and helping me out on doing, you know, professional sound. You, you got know? my number, right? I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, you know pull I mean? up. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I, I like to incorporate, you know, um, now, you know, getting more help because the budgets are getting bigger. The opportunities are getting bigger for me. But you have to remember, I, I this is just kind of all happening recently. I feel like there's a, been a surge of a renaissance uh, in my career and 100%. in my life. And um, that's just happening kind of now. But up until then, I don't, I didn't have the means. I wasn't getting the budgets. I was shooting $300, $500 music videos. You know what I mean? And like, it would take me two weeks to edit it. And I didn't give a shit because I, I don't do it for the money. I was doing it for the art. I was trying to get better at my craft. Um, and my intention is always peer towards that, towards the creative process. So, um, yeah. So now, now that I'm getting bigger budgets, a thousand percent, I want to have a sound guy. I want to have somebody do cinematography and help me with framing. You know what I mean? And I'll always take care of the editing. You know what I mean? But at least I, I wouldn't mind having a co-editing consultant or an, yeah. a co-editor with me to help me do the 15 things that I need to do to get this one specific type of style. Because the thing of it is about my style is that there's a lot of process involved to get one specific shot. So for that stop motion shit, you guys, it, it takes like just a day just to get to be able to get all those photos edited, colored, and transformed into video form. It takes like a whole day of my, and then that's not even editing the video itself of whatever we're editing. That's just to get the that's asset. The, that's to get the visual asset to incorporate yeah. in my video. So, so how yeah, do you man. end up doing them in like two hours for us? Cause huh? that, how do you uh, end up doing them so so fast, man? Because I, I did, I, I got home, I gave my daughter a kiss, and then I just, <laughs> just dived into it smelling like shit still and didn't shower and just was focused on it because I realized if I flip this, they're going to be like, damn, how did he do that? And look at, you know what I mean? You're going to ask that. And I've always been about that. You know, I want to, I want to under promise and I want to over deliver. Every video you ever made, mama. every video you ever made for us, I think all three, all except all besides them. him, but we would say, how the fuck did he do yeah. that? Yeah. I think me and Zaya watched you make the Monet video, like as a joke. Like we just oh, gave it yeah, to you yeah. and you're doing it so fast. And we were just looking at each other like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, you made people funny that aren't funny. <laughs> and that's the thing. You have that like little comedic uh, timing of people like you. Because like before we, we would try to do what what we did with you. But it was just wasn't working because we didn't have the, the manpower or the time to do it. And you were very skilled at what you were doing. But we would get footage like of stuff we recorded and be like, oh, this is a wash. Like this guy's this guy's terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it is what it, it even, is. I think it even got to that point where it was like how bad of content, not bad of content, but like how little can we give you for you to turn it into something yeah it was like, it was like oh we can't use this then <laughs> that, that, that comes that and like a fucking 
thing that we thought was a throwaway becomes like comedy gold of like you use you use what what we had of like okay let's lean into like this guy's kind of awkward and like slow well yeah I, i'm also like yeah i'm also really big into comedy you know what i mean when i'm not pretending to be a motivational speaker i, uh, I think i've dabbled in the in the raids is is the comedy world parallel to the video videographer world just like the dj world no no nah, but yeah. but you know it, but you know what is parallel to everything to the dj world to the music video world to the well not the music video world to the music world yeah. to uh to the it's fucking content and if you're any of those things you need to have content it's 2021 and the only way that you're gonna get seen nowadays is if you have constant consistent content yeah so my thing is if i can learn how to flip good content at the highest industry standard then someone's going to want to fucking pay me for that because if they're smart, they know that their brand is going to rely and their whole company or whatever the fuck it is that you're doing or your whole artistry or whatever it is that you're doing is going to rely on content, man. So like, that's my thing. It's like, I, I'm just trying to wake people up to understand that they need content because there's so much money to be made out here. And that goes for all the content and video creators out there. There's so much money to be made. You just got to sell yourself and get yourself seen and develop a style. And I'm still working on that. And I, God knows I'm not there yet, but I'm fucking working on it, man. And I know there's going to be, there's a lot of money to be made. There's a renaissance happening it's and happening. people need to fucking get on with the content. You know what I mean? Get content made for you whatever it is man every single day well what would you tell those creators that like they want to do what you're saying but they feel maybe a little hindered of like oh i don't know how to do this i don't know how to do that like you, you know shut the fuck up and google it or youtube it <laughs> what are you talking about it's 2021 like, I that's what i do team. for everything right right it, 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 I, I found out what a hemorrhoid was after google you know what i mean i was like <laughs> what is this why do i feel this and then i googled it, it turned out it was a hemorrhoid I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just like, kidding. Okay. No, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need Desi thing. I'm just, so, I'm just making a funny example. So you have a show coming up at the Improv. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, you do? No, no I'm talking shit. Guys. I'm trying to be funny. No, but I'm saying because, like, you know, my, my girl makes films and she just started. No, she didn't start it, but she's always acted and she's trying to get into it and, and take it more serious. But sometimes I see her, she gets frustrated because she's like, oh, I need Snorkel. this. I need that. I don't know how to do this. I don't know that. And then I'm always like, I'm coming from my, my background of DJing and like, yo, let's just put this shit out. It's funny. Like, yeah. fuck it. Mm -hmm. And I seen you work and I'm like, yo, just, all you need is a camera. That's all you need. Yeah. Tell the story and then we'll figure Tell out the, the rest. Tell the story and figure it out. Yeah, yeah, no. And and that's okay that she's doing that because she's doing the right thing. At least she's questioning what it is that, you know what I mean? Like, I need this. She, she's figuring out those logistics, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's going to take a little bit of a push. It's going to change. You know what it takes? What we were saying earlier, the different mindset. And then she's eventually just going to be like, I'm just going to do this. You know what I mean? And it's going to click. And there's going to be something inside her that's going to make her want to go... I just I don't even need a camera. Give me your phone. Yeah. You know what? Let's put it on a tripod. If on Amazon you can, we can buy a twenty dollar tripod and we can buy a five dollar phone attachment and now we have a tripod and oh what well, we it's a moving shot. You know what? Let's just pick up this twenty dollar light tripod with your phone and then walk with it and that'll be our stabilizer. And oh, it takes you know like I mean? doing it to realize to realize that oh, it's not as difficult it. as it yeah, is. Yeah. Just, you gotta just do it. Shout out Nike. <laughs> Yeah, because the, the, her first one she did, she thought she needed this, or, like huge team and like we need the the makeup but, and maybe this she does maybe maybe, maybe because we, she probably does but at the end of the day, but what I'm saying is if that you're gonna rely on that, then it's not gonna happen. What I'm saying, then you realize, and then the second one is like, yo, let's just let's just do it. Especially now with like it's forced a lot of people with COVID, like yo, we don't have that luxury of like I can use this person, this person, this person. I got this, I got this budget. It's like now, nah, like if you want to do it, you gotta do it.
and like people are starting to adapt to like yo if i want to make it happen i gotta make it happen because it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen by itself nothing's gonna you're not gonna i used to be one of those people that would be like oh new song coming out next week mm. we'll keep an eye for it oh, and then and then my, my next story so would have been oh and then it would literally just say like me on a computer and be like oh i'm working on my next short film you know what i mean and it was always like this bullshit facade Are you, like i was busy and yeah, i was yeah. creating but at the trying end of the day i was spending more fucking time doing all this stupid little Are shit you, to make it look like i was doing it when i could have just been doing you were it. announcing the announcements i was announcing the announcements i was an, i was an announcing announcer i love djs that that are like 2 p.m. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. But when you get when you get older, you realize that because everyone kind of goes through that of like, yeah. yo, I want you to know that I'm doing shit. Yeah. Like, chill. Oh, I'm doing these, shit. You know but I mean? no one gives off. Nobody gives. And that's bro. and then that's something else, uh, that I realized that nobody gave a shit. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. was ever reacting. I wasn't getting any. I wasn't like, and everyone was like, oh, so really you're doing that? Like, no, nobody gives yeah, a shit. Yeah, bro. So. That, that's why if you look at my story now most of the time i just post history photos i'm really yeah, into history I love that shit and like you know because nobody gives a shit what's going on in my life nobody yeah and and, and i'm and i'm not i'm not cute enough to be fucking take i'm not fit enough to be taking photos yeah. of myself and like the, I, so the, have some history photos the fun part <laughs> is doing what you what you want to do like this is the fun part I, like i don't care yeah. if one person listens to it or two thousand yeah, people dude i i i i i got like a a thousand something like views or whatever on like this one post and the, ne the my that next post the next day got like 50 likes or something and i don't give a shit like i i'm not gonna delete it if y'all didn't like it and too fucking bad i spent a couple hours in that night yeah. and, and if i posted this because i thought it was cool enough yeah and that's it and i don't need anybody's approval and i'm and if they don't like that that's okay because since there's so much fucking content and in the times that yeah. we're living in next day i'm gonna have something else and maybe that'll fucking catch something the whole thing is i'm throwing my hook out into the pond every day and maybe i'm gonna fuck something's gonna bite you know what i mean that's all i'm doing i'm fishing i'm fishing for fucking life i'm fishing for work i'm fishing for art i'm fishing for money and i'm just throwing it out but the whole thing is that i'm trying i'm out there every day and i'm sitting on the little fucking end of the canal stoop or whatever that you want to call it and just fucking you know i'm on a little bench and i'm fishing that's it you're at Biscayne, keep Biscayne Bridge. There you go. Con yeah, el yo -yo. I said, I mean, I go un yo -yo. Yeah, yeah, with a fucking yo-yo. I don't care. You know what? And that's another thing. Oh, we can't fish. I would need a, I need a, I need a, mm. an alloy aluminum, you know. No, you don't. You need a fucking yo-yo string and you need to find like a, a, a Pepsi can, break off the little tapita on the top and then that's your hook. And then you know what? You just might grab something, bro. Yeah, and maybe, and then maybe you start grabbing something. You find out a technique because you did it every single day for a month. And then you end up actually catching fish with that shit. And then you start make. Now you have enough money to buy the real thing. And then when you get the real thing, it's let's fucking okay. It's, it's boom, boom, easier. boom. It's coming in. So that's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I like that. That's an analogy for your video career. It was the same thing with the guitar. My dad, he he had this old beat up, look like this, fucking thing, right? Like old beat up acoustic guitar. It was super warped. The strings. I got it. Help me out here. <laughs> You're gonna play the strings. Nah, the strings were out to there, and it, bro, you would have to. You, you, I started doing push-ups to be able to press down the strings against the bridge of the neck. You know what I mean? And I was like, Dad, please just buy me a regular guitar. This thing is obviously like, you know. And he was like, No. And, Your fingers are bleeding. And, and and I was like that. But you know what? That's all I had, and I was so determined to fucking learn and prove something to myself or to him or whatever the fuck it was. And I got pretty fucking decent on it. And I was like a year with that acoustic guitar. And I remember I saved up like 150 bucks and I bought a regular guitar. Was when I got, bro, it wasn't. <laughs> and I was a beast at it. So that's how I, I've always approached it. Like I, I realized then I used that metaphor, the analogy, whatever the fuck it is. Like back then I was like, you know what? I do, uh, let me do the same shit with this video shit. I don't need, like, I would love to have a really good camera so I could get that quality and people can notice me right off the bat. 
but that's not realistic right now. So let me get this little fucking camera and let me learn how I can make that quality better to get their attention. You know what I mean? And then sure enough, it fucking works. And now I have a little bit of a better camera. And then when I get an even better camera after that, you know what I mean? I got more capabilities or whatever it is. But, you know, you're just uh, grinding it out. And the time it takes for you to think of like, oh, I, but I, sh- I need that camera or I should get this or I, I should wait till I have that. Like you could have already been doing like three videos and learning yep. and putting well, stuff Well, I mean, out. That, that's what happened. Uh, it was that, you know, I would film these videos and I just, they would sit there on my phone or on my hard drive and I'd be like, what the fuck? I got to get an editor. You know what I mean? I got to get somebody that knows how to edit cool stuff. Like, I really want to do this video with my daughter, and I want to put fire behind her. And I know that's stupid, but I know she'll love it when she gets older. So, you know, maybe I got to hire an editor. And then I was like, no, nah, fuck that. I'm just going to YouTube it, man. And, like, yeah. that's what I've been doing. I just probably, you know, just troubleshooting, man. Troubleshooting life. Like troubleshooting that. my Troubleshooter. Art. But you talked about Kendall earlier. I kind of want to I wanna ask you what the Kendall... Cause life. I'm not, I'm, or we're far from Kendall. Yeah. At least I know Paul. Paul is a Kendall I'm native. From Kendall. He's repping, <laughs> repping Kendall. I lived in Kendall for a few months. But I always say like, oh, when someone lives in Kendall, I'm like, oh, I gotta stop at the rest plaza to to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even though I go to I go to the UFC gym in Kendall, so I can't even I can't even hate. I go to Kendall. I, rep, I, I go to Kendall rep. for two reasons. <laughs> I want to hear. Go ahead. Checks to pick up a check, like and, good and like to that. get cheeks. <laughs> checks and cheeks, baby. Checks and cheeks. New checks segment. Checks and, and cheeks. cheeks. That's it. I'm gonna be honest. Ever since I left, I only go for cheeks or a haircut. That's it. <laughs> well, haircut. Well, great barbers in Canada. By yeah, cheeks, I, cheeks. I'm Kendall has about the best barbers. So. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I know my bad. Zay. I know your boy's a barber. Oh, oh yeah, he's retired. Though. He's oh, retired, okay. bro. He's a TikToker, professional <laughs> he's TikToker, a TikToker shoe salesman. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of shoe salesmen recently. I, I, I'm not a big. I'm not really nah, big on the shoe a, game. I don't know a lot about shoes, but he's been OG. He's been OG. Yeah, he's, a, he's OG. OG in the in the in the shoe game. Shout out, future sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. So what's like the Kendall? scene like you said there's like a renaissance right now yeah right now there's a renaissance and artistic and because I, I don't i don't know nothing besides you um, so it's, it's like business, the skating rink pop small in. business you and efn kendall kendall yeah. g's right there yeah yeah um, so let's talk kendall all right what, what about, are like like i know you're 30 so you're closer to my age i'm, I'm 33 well i mean yeah. even closer to my age yeah so you did don carter's back in the day right? hell you, yeah but you've always been uh, I heard I forgot where I heard this it might have been a podcast but that Kendall was basically like an offset of like drug dealers back in the day yeah, trying yeah. to com- so, create their own community and then yeah 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 so like um where I grew up um uh, by my grandmother's house uh the, the next street over from us which I didn't live in those big mansions but there's a, literally it's a street a, divi- a div- mm-hmm. division in the avenue and it was like my houses which are nice homes I, I grew up in nice suburban you know what I mean like um, I've always been blessed uh, but right across the street were the real mansions and mm-hmm. that was actually called Cocaine Alley my, mm-hmm. it was called Cocaine Alley I mean I was four or five years old I remember my grandmother going eso es Cocaine Alley not that they sold it but that's where all the drug lords Allegedly. you know Bob and they did they, they bought lots of property over there and they built it to try to get away find something a little more quiet um, maybe I'm wrong I don't really no, know the history but I know that that was called you know that and street then was it kind of like house. trickled over the years to like suburbia yeah and so like a quiet like you know not quiet because there's quiet. nothing sweet in kendall but yeah, you know what i mean so it's sweet over there suburban you know what it's, it's like a hood suburbia it's a hood suburbia yeah, and you yeah. know what people talk shit about that and let me tell you seeing those fucking 
wealth gaps because in Kendall you can literally go mm. one street and yeah. you're in these crazy mansions crazy big houses in a very affluent looking neighborhood and then one street over it's like these little town home project things that aren't well yeah, right. kept and like you don't know like it so so when you see that that gap growing up i mean that that's the that's helped me in my motivation moving forward is like yo i want to be like those people because they're so close to you and you're friends with them because they go to school with you or whatever it is and you're like i want that fucking life what does that guy's dad do what does he do like you know so it's it's, it's if anything it gives people a hunger to go out there and get it you know mm-hmm. what i mean and there's a lot of hungry people in kendall yep for sure. um you know and you can go down the line like you can even ask kendall supply he every like thursday he does like a little thing where like he posts up people from kendall there are a lot of djs from kendall there are a lot of artists from kendall there are a lot of creators from kendall that are like badass nah like, and that's what i'm saying because i mean this hell you know, yeah. is mia radio so you know and i hope you know 10 years from now i'm one of those names you know somebody no you are like, one of those names right now you already know that face you yeah. know that, right? You're one of the faces You're of Kendall, bro. You're one of the dads bro. of Kendall, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am a dad <laughs> in Kendall, yeah. Nah, that's why I, I was genuinely asking because I know everyone says Kendall this, Kendall that, but like I don't know who comes out of there because so a lot of people don't even claim now it. Now, let me ask you this. I claim Now, let me ask you this. As far as Kendall goes, what are you, like your three to-go spots in Kendall, like when you're in Kendall? like Tacos and tattoos is number one, and that's just literally just because they have like living room space, like, and it's all, you know, it's familiar people it's all love um another are you talking about restaurants everything like anything maybe like i don't know cafe like, cristal or yo anything bro flippers that used to be the spot that don carter's was the spot flippers. don carter's flippers as well was um dope. well now now i'm living kendall that dad man. life man so honestly Sorry, um in kendall I, maybe somewhere that you take it's your more daughter. like you know town and country and uh it's called the palms at town and country yeah now. the palms of town and country because my daughter likes to shop you know if not bonefish um, girl and this is just talking kendall yeah you know we're I really like Friday restaurants night. and stuff, so um, there's a lot of there's a lot of good food in Kendall. Yeah, they've come That's up on a lot of good food. Amount of good food All right, Kendall right Tuggles, Tuggles, two of your other top restaurant food spots. Um, damn. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say, uh, uh, Hey Mondays, fun, phenomenal barbecue Fire. spot. Uh, I'm only gonna talk uh, small business owners because mm-hmm. I like that. Um, you know what? I will plug one thing. I'm just because I I, I I became new to this and I'm I feel like like a whole new world. Uh, crafty crab or whatever those crab boils. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Where did that come from? Heaven? You didn't know? What? Oh, I didn't know about the crab boils. They were, oh, changed my life recently, and I'm spending oh, so damn. much money on crab boils. Oh, we're not just gonna skip over that. You, that was a legit little a whole new world. <laughs> well, you forget. I know that you just a hit. Whole new world. You got some pipes on you, dude. <laughs> Yo, watch that video, bro. He was just subtle flex, like right, real quick. Like he just sang a perfect <laughs> harmony. <laughs> he just Celine Dion. I thought the, the movie. I thought the us, movie man. popped on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But yo, crab boys. But anyway, so um, toggle tattoos. Hate uh, Mondays. Hey Mondays. Um, small business. Hey, you said the burgers fire there, right? Uh, Aladdin House. Aladdin House. Aladdin House is real good. Shout out Aladdin House, Chef M. Um, damn, I know so many chefs, and I feel like I'm on the spot right now, and I should be <laughs> saying the restaurants. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no. Where's Land House at? That's on uh, Kendall and 117. Yeah. Um, right next to Barnes and Nobles, exactly. uh, where Starlight Diner used to be. Yeah. yeah. Starlight Diner. They used to have karaoke. Shout out Starlight Diner. It used to be on OG. Sunset. It's an OG but, Kendall spot. So when, when you were. 
in your uh, dark days, as you would say, where were you going out? Because we were we're all the same. We're on the same age. Yeah, so I, w- I would go to. But you're from Cafe. Kendall. Yeah, I would go to Cafe Cristal um, to go to shows and performance shows. I was you know a little punk rock kid growing up. Um, I really I really dug. Um, what, like my go-to spots back in the day yeah yeah they had to be in kendo i'm just curious oh soho i remember soho where they would play like three different rooms like mm-hmm. uh like uh like indie like cool mm-hmm. alternative dance music so I, I thought that place was hard yeah. um i used to go to uh i never got into space was never into the whole raving like that like you know that good, whole scene. good for you yeah <laughs> never good got into you. it you will live longer <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and no and i was mixed up in other shit i was just yeah it was just it wasn't for me um but yeah, no, I was actually more into shows and stuff like that. I think in my dark days, uh, Churchill. Yeah, uh, uh, South Miami. I was a South Miami goon. Yeah. I mean, I've been through right. boogies everywhere. I live, I live down there for a while South too. Miami yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I live down there South for a little Miami bit too. For a while, uh, I'd be up in all those streets, getting in trouble. BTs. Um, Hitting a BT after a tavern when they close? Uh, nah, I can't say that I've done hey. that. <laughs> I My can't name agree. is Dad filmed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's that place that was like a block after boogies? Irish Times. Irish, Irish Times. Times. What? The first eight, twenty-one over spot I got into at Irish Times. That was Zaya's. That's my it's first twenty-one plus. Several times. Irish Times, bro. Yo, he I thought he, he was two barrels. Yo, he <laughs> Zaya. Zaya felt like I he know was, exactly which barrels you're talking yeah, about. Bro. Yeah, it's the Jameson barrel. And imagine that's like a, a tavern Yo, bar. It's gonna fall, bro. Pit, you good? Bobby, that was like a mandito. Yo. That was like a like a a bar tavern kickback. That was a spot vibe. too, man. And I was I I was like I was used to club shit, so I was playing like club shit top forty, and they were like, "Fam, what are you doing?" Bro. And I was like, "Oh, I gotta deepen my crates." What else was popping down there? Did you ever go to Martini Bar when I was there? Oof, in in the mall. In the mall, I went there once. Yeah. I went there once. Yeah. right when I moved, and yeah. it was hood. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even get in. I did it all, man. There was all another club in there. Yeah, there was another the club. Day. There were several clubs, man. Oh, Sunset party. Place. Remember yeah, the yeah. Sunset Place days? I remember yeah, yeah. going like Hot Topic, buying my favorite band's T-shirt, then going labs. like, you know what I mean? Labs. Like, loser just, labs. Like, totally, like, totally like a loser, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> loser, <laughs> bro. It's so <laughs> funny. Back then, you were I say loser and dork. Like I was I, a dork for sure. I mean, I was, bro, for sure. I thought it was tough. I'm but still I a dork. fucking dork, bro. Yeah, but so am I. I talk about things like this, like... I call th- things that I did loser and dork things, and people are like, "Why do you call it?" And I'm like, "Well, I did I, too. I, I, I was st- I was a dork too." I call my uh, my golden doodle a dork because she really is like a dork. She's like, "Oh, you know, I'm like oh, you fucking nerd." <laughs> you know, my girl's like, my daughter the defender is like, "Don't call her a dork, dad." How I'm old like, your dog? Uh, uh, no, my daughter's five, and my dog is a uh, one. I'm like, forget your daughter. How old is your dog? <laughs> one. one. <laughs> I'm a dog dad now. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. I'm very interested in dogs. Yeah. yeah. So when are we gonna go? to kendall have you been to you know what let me oh, ask chef you adrian's well that i've been have you been to the new one i've been to the new yeah one. yeah i went to the new one and uh have you been to spanish marie yeah shout out spanish marie um they, they have a really good uh my 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 my, my, girl, my wife is obsessed with uh the guava beer that they have there yeah uh, yeah she really loves the spanish marie guava beer so shout out spanish marie what else is i'm trying to think of what else is popping in that area uh, lincoln's right beard is that over there yeah strange beast strange man beast. Uh, falco shout out falco um 
Yeah, man. Strange Beast, Lincoln's Beard. Uh, I wouldn't say Lincoln's Beard's in Kendall. Though. Yeah, it's not. It's Bird Road. It's not the bird in like seven. Like right by Westchester. Right? Westchester. Yeah. right by Billy. Yeah, right next to Billy. That's not Kendall. All right, so Strange Beast. So right. Okay, so where does. Uh, now let me ask you. I have to In my head, not. Okay. In my, since I grew up on borderline of Kendall and yeah. Westchester. That changes. That's, a, that's that the next question. You know what I mean? To me, Kendall spreads out you know, farther than it was. But this is only to me. Where and does it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not. This is actually a Kendall thing. Because there are people that I know that live like on eight. Street and 137, they don't consider it Kendall, Kendall. but I do. Yeah, yeah. Like you're so in Kendall. Yeah, so I was definitely because Garrett, Garrett, Garrett's by the. I mean, it's called the Kendall Regional. Mm -hmm. That's that's Kendall, but that's also West Miami. Like I mean, Westchester. But it's yeah. weird because Ish. also you can go a little bit more north and they don't consider a little Sweet bit more water. south and they don't even consider it. It just depends on who you are or what you yeah. think. I, that's that's yeah. the beauty of Kendall. To me, it's all about my you. My parents weren't together growing up either way. So, like, I was kind of, like, always between Westchester and Kendall or whatever. And so, I just, you know, I, I, I make the two in my head. All just a Miami boy, bro. Just a Kendall. A Kendall like, yeah, to me, Kendall. So, I mean, I, I grew up in Nicaragua, but I spent a lot of time here. But to me, when I would go see my aunts in Kendall, it was like I had to take the highway. Oh shit! Okay, yes, yeah, so it was an adventure. It was an adventure because yeah, yeah. I, I, I would stay like the Gables and the Grove, and they'd be like, "Oh, we're going to Kendall to your aunt." <laughs> it was like, man, damn, we gotta, gotta leave Gables, but it was like, <laughs> but listen, but listen. So when I got older, I was I would always think I'm like, where does Kendall start? Because I hate going to Kendall. I I like to me, it's like, why am I here? Like, what am I getting here that I can't get? in the lower streets absolutely no you know? no and, and and that's a fair that's a fair observation that's a fair judgment i get why some people aren't into kendall and i get why some people you know what i mean like kendall um i, I see it from both sides I, here you know i mean so to me kendall starts and you, you guys are gonna think i'm insane but to me, Kendall's an underdog, and I always fuck with the underdog. Oh, no, I, yeah, you know what I mean? Wrong. As far as Barrios around here, Kendall's a major underdog, and I and, and I'm from it, so I'm gonna claim mm -hmm. it. I'm gonna rep it, and I feel like I'm just like okay. you know, I, so, I don't live but there I anymore, do, but I rep it. Like yeah. I rep Kendall all day, every day. Yeah, so you know what I mean? It is what it is. Uh, nothing. I mean, nothing I don't know. But, but I get, I get why a lot of people like living downtown. Why a lot of people like more South Miami I area? Do. Why people Color Bay, Homestead? Like I get every why everyone because mm -hmm. I'm a Miami kid. I I. I all my friends are from all around the place, so I, I like to live. Area. I mean, I don't own a car either, and I don't like to drive. Exactly, I like to live right where I work and like close to my area. Some Especially people, if you don't have a car, some people, some people are the opposite. Some people love to live as furthest away from their work. Like, yeah, what would I you, don't. What would you consider between? Flagler and A Street from <laughs> I've had this I've had this this problem my whole life where people are like, Where are you from? I'm like, I'm like Miami, Miami, but then they're yeah. like, Where? And I'm like, uh Flagler. West, South. Cause I'm I grew up Flagler and A Street and then like 67th, 67th and 72nd ish. Oh. So it's, it's like it's Westchester. Yeah. I always started with Westchester. Westchester? That's I never even contemplated Westchester. it being Westchester. Yeah. Really? I thought that was like South Miami, West Miami. No, yeah. You no, think West maybe West starts, Miami. I'm sorry. West, West Miami. Miami, yeah. Westchester starts like Coral Way and like 70. Well, yeah, yeah. In, in my head, anyway. Mall of the Americas. Yeah, exactly. Once you get past the like 87th, even, like to me, it's like already okay. Well, Mall of the Americas, I consider Mall of America like almost Doral. For like, Mall of the Americas. Wow. I remember like damn, I grew kid, up in that's Doral. Yeah, my grandma would drive there. I used yeah. to live in front of the fair and, and like they considered that Westchester. Yeah, I can say that. 107 and So that's a threshold when you go over that bridge mm -hmm. like where are you going into mm -hmm. you know where i'm going where the where the amc is that yeah yeah what, what, what is that is that kendall i feel like that's kendall that's, that's when you get to kendall when you go when you what, get to mcdonald's when, cross, you get, when you get to the Puerto Tropical. one two two boys yeah <laughs> cool. you don't want to see them yo <laughs> we, 
You know what we should do? We need to have Oh, it, oh shout out another, another Kendall couple legends, uh, Puya Fat Nick. We oh, actually yeah. wanted you know to I mean? bring uh, that up. Um, oh, yeah, you did, yeah. We you just did that video. So I got 300K views, 500K, half a mil. Uh, it's, uh, not that I've been uh, looking, but it's 375. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pull it up. Yeah, pull it up, pull it up. That's like your highest... Yeah, absolutely, and a uh, big shout out to Puya for giving me the opportunity, uh, you know, and 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 keeping it and keep it keeping it hometown with me. You know, what I mean, the guy gets offers from videographers, I'm sure, all the time, everywhere. You know, what I mean, and how was it? How was it working with him? He's 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 real cool, real down to earth guy, um, and, and and he surprised me a lot about his knowledge, like towards um like filming and like the concepts. Obviously, he shot a lot of music videos. Uh, I'm assuming, you know, uh, yeah, I thought about it afterwards. I'm like, you know obviously, he, he knows a lot about filming. What's, and what's like the name that. of the song? You don't know what you're looking for. It's called uh. Five, it's on six. the it's he, on the notes. Uh, he reached out to you, or you guys? Um, no, no, no. Up? He he uh he I uh, obviously he's he's you know he, he's Miami legend you know so I follow him and I'm a big fan of his music um he makes great shit and um so he had put a dm i had i've actually worked with him uh thanks to john carlo and julian yuri um i worked with him on his view to, uh, on his music video for uh uh lol life and i was i was just a pa so i was basically just like an assistant. you know the assi yeah an assistant whatever needed to get done was get done i was shoveling i was hanging you know just i was just i was a helping hand um and then i got an opportunity i had you know Develop my craft a little more, and then uh, so John Carlo reached out to me, and he he gave me an opportunity to shoot a behind the scenes for um for his music video with Fat Nick, um that they recently released, and um, I did the behind the scenes for that. He saw the behind the scenes, he, I guess he fucked with it, he vibed with it. So one day he posted uh, a song, and he goes, "This still needs a video." So I shot my shot, shoot or shoot, and I, I like said, "Hey, that. if you ever need some, you know, uh, some crazy shit, you know, low budget or high budget, whatever it is, hit me up sometime. I'd love to work with you." And he goes, for sure, let's fucking go. And nice. it's as simple as that. That's awesome. And he hit your back, boom. He hit me back. Yeah, he hit me back on the on the DM. Um, I was able to get 12 lint to show up in this video um, because I figured, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, some local. Yeah, and it was just great to see. I feel like, you know, they, they haven't been able to do any music together or maybe they have. But, you know, I just felt like, you know, it'd be so cool to see these two people together on screen, two Miami legends. And I had worked and did a behind the scenes for 12 lint's loyal video. And um, so I asked him if uh, he would mind, and uh, he was more than hospitable. He opened up Velvet Velour for us, which is the store where that's filmed at right there. And uh, he, you know, he was super kind, man. Super he treated us like family, treated us good, gave Fire. us a place to shoot. And uh, that's awesome. It's dope. It's dope because like it's kind of like a, I wanted to make it a note to the city. Yeah, you know? and I wanted and I wanted to break the fourth wall with the green screen. You I know like what I mean? that that you did that. And Puya fucked with that too. You know, he was open to that idea, so. But it's dope to see, like... This was all run and gun, too. Because I'm watching it, and I'm like, yo, that's crazy. I can see, like, how far you've come. And, like, now you're doing this super dope music video. But then I'm reading the comments, and they're all, like, saying, yo, this video's crazy. Or, like, yo... And I'm like, yeah. yo, I remember when we were doing, like, some... Like, the the birth of, like, this idea that you, ideas, that you did yeah. now. And, like, to see it, like, in a full-blown music video, that's it's really dope. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. So yeah, no, big shout out, Puya, you know, um, for giving me that opportunity. Shout out to uh, you, dude. Huh? Shout out to you. Yeah, big yeah, shout bro. out to the one and only Papa. <laughs> my my daughter calls me that sometimes just throw me off like as I a mean, joke. I mean, I hope she Papa? does. Papa? No, no, because she calls Papa me dad or whatever, but she'd just be like, Papa? And I'll be like, what are you doing? She starts crying. Is your daughter ever like, hey, why does everybody else call you dad? <laughs> <laughs> and when am I going to start seeing these checks? she gets uh she gets like jealous sometimes she'll be like that's my dad you know wow. <laughs> but it's cute 
That's so funny, dog. Is there any like dream artists that you had in, in your mind that you want to work with? Um, no, man. I actually, I, I'm not. I'm not really into. Um, I'm not really into like. I, I, I'm not. I don't give a fuck if you're famous. Uh, if you know what I mean. Like I, I really wanted to do this video with Puya just because I, I fucked with him because he's from Miami. No, not really even like music. a rapper or anything. Yeah. Just so, no, I want to keep on building with uh, the people I've been working with, man. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. I want to build with a uh, Jay uh, from Tacos and Tattoos and keep on. Uh, you know, we have ideas for short films. He, he's like a constant collaborator of mine, and he, you know, he's kind of like, he's one of my best friends. So, um, I, I really want to keep working with him. I want to keep on working with the people I have worked with. So shout out Wednesday. Shout out Laddie Morin uh, from uh, Moran from uh, Pennsylvania. You know, I recently went to Pennsylvania and filmed uh, five music videos in three days. What? Yeah, what yeah. Talk about Easy. that, bro. <laughs> no, it was Why? cool. I got an opportunity uh, from uh, from an artist named Worldwide Wednesday. Uh, he went, when he was living in Miami, he lived in Miami mm-hmm. for a while. Um, he reached out to me to do a music video. We did it. Um, he loved it. So then I guess he later on reached out when he moved back to Pennsylvania and he he flew me out. He flew me out. Him and Laddie Marin flew me out and they were like, look, we, you know, we want to do, we got this much money and we want to do this types of videos and we got this ideas. And um, they also flew out uh, an, an, my the co-director on those videos um yaslin and uh yaslin perez i'm sorry i'm getting brain fart right now but she's great and uh she helped us out and uh it was a really cool experience man and so i want to keep developing with artists that i've been working with brands that i've been working with i want to keep building with you guys you know i hope we can definitely work more in the future i can't afford you bro (laughs) (laughs) i'm too broke (laughs) not if you're living in downtown i get it for sure hey i live downtown i don't i mean i'm living downtown (laughs) that's why i said no yeah under the bridge don't worry about it oh man but um now we got to do something again no we'll definitely we'll definitely doesn't matter like let's just see where time happens man obviously you know our our creative relationship was based on all this amazing events that you guys were throwing in the city you guys were taking over the night you know the nightlife scene you know it was like it felt great you know what i mean to be a part of that and then fucking covid happens a pandemic happens so you know what are we gonna do gotta adapt so let's say yeah so we'll adapt you know and we're we're doing this right now and let's see what fucking happens bro Mm -hmm. let's see what happens and we're gonna definitely keep on creating i know you guys are i know i am so we might as well (laughs) do it together <laughs> we cut to that video. <laughs> I think that there's so many quotables out of this interview that it's oh, just no, it's, it's it's amazing. amazing. It's good. But where do you see cool. that filmed it in? Where do you see dad in three to five years? Granddad five. Uh, hopefully, hopefully with a lo- with some hired help. Uh, hopefully, uh, just a hundred percent full time making art, making videos, creative directing, and um, that's all I can really hope for right now. That's uh, I'm, if if that if I can make that happen, if I can be doing this full time, creating art, making videos, uh, be, you know, being a creative director for brands and businesses, if I could do that and just do this full time and provide for my daughter, then fuck, then that means that for four years of not sleeping or however many years it takes, you know, it wasn't in vain, and it really does prove that it just takes a mindset and determination to accomplish whatever the fuck you want. I like that. Are you right. actively thinking of that moment where? You quit your nine to five and you storm out and tell your boss. No, I, I'm super grateful for my nine to five. Um, I'm actually, I just hope I don't get fired in the meantime because they're, <laughs> they're, they're so great to me and they're an amazing uh, organization to work for. And um, I mean, they've flown me around the world. So if, if any they, organization that's flown me around the world, man, and taking me to Scotland and providing me opportunities um, and providing me the opportunity to be doing what I'm doing now, then, you know, I'm forever grateful for. Um, and if I could keep on working there and keep on doing what I'm doing, then great. 
I just, you know, I, my, my real love in life is, you know, creating. And so I, I would love to do it full time. And if not, and if I can't do it full time, then I'm a fucking big boy. Let's go. You know what I mean? Let's, let's, let's get the work that I need to get done and be able to provide for my family financially. And then I'll, I'll get out my creative outlet and make some money while I'm doing that too on the side when I can. And that's how I'm going to keep on going. That's my mindset for now. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to walk out. He just he just outroed himself. He just outroed himself. I was about I was about to ask like if you have any <laughs> inspiring words for creatives and up and coming videographers. But yeah, I, no, no, do it. This is a masterclass. If you're fucking, if you're creating and you want to get into videography, um, start learning the software. Start researching what it is that you're gonna need at the most minimal level, and then fucking do it. And if you own a telephone, then you already have part of that equipment at the most minimal level to accomplish and tell a story and do whatever it is that you want to do visually. And any other excuse besides that is bullshit um don't be a pussy man up woman up and um create something awesome tell a story do, do it out of you know out of pure intentions and um do never work for clout or fame or for some artist that you know hey i you know i got this and don't don't work for that work for pure intentions work work towards something that you want to create i wanted to create for my community and i wanted to work with artists from my community and that's so far what i've been doing so do Fire. what the fuck makes you happy man do it with pure intentions and if you don't then you're gonna fuck off in a couple of years and no one's gonna remember your name fucking pumped bro all right <laughs> let's I go mean, create we need you to shit. pick up the mic one more time because <laughs> you already dropped it but uh if you can give people your socials where they can find you and yeah you can find me um on instagram at dad filmed it that's it youtube you gotta check out the youtube uh, i don't i don't even have enough subscribers on my youtube to give you an exact address because you need at least a minimum oh, of 100 hey, i think i have like 16 subscribers we're on the same boat bro so um yeah. so go to if, you look, if you look yeah. if you just go on youtube and type dad filmed it i'm sure you're gonna find a music video that i've been attached to or some type of video that i've been worked on and um that might help out but my portfolio right now is uh just instagram it's brought me every single client and every single thing i've ever done awesome bro well yo we appreciate you stopping by. We're Thank fucking. You. I'm inspired. I, I right can now. breathe now. I'm. I'm feeling good, and I hope a lot of people listen to this episode yeah, look, and get inspired. All the videos too. come up. <laughs> yeah, Google. Worldwide Wednesday, friendly neighborhood. That was the video that I did. Laddie Morin, girls ugly. Those were the videos I did. Uh, some of the videos I did in Pennsylvania. Cool stuff. Fire. Great, good artist. Damn, I've done a lot of videos. When we started looking at all this. Yeah, bro. Popping the Chrome Jones. It's Chrome okay. Jones. That was my first yeah, video. That was my Chrome. first yeah, music video Chrome. as Dad filmed it. Get that was my very first music video as dad filmed. Yeah, right there at the Olympia. Didn't you? Yeah, no, but I didn't make it the Olympia. Didn't I made you? it Chrome Jones. Woo! That was fire. Give I remember this. Yeah, shout out to the Chrome Jones burrito. We all shared this shit, I remember. Um, he and also, that was all shot on that little DJI Osmo Pocket as well. Yeah. He also did the Rolling Deep video for EFX. Yeah. I mean, he did all of Rockwell's shit the last two years. If you really want to see. <laughs> You're, so <stupid>. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. My dog. My dog. Uh, Sorry. Oh, I actually had wet hands. Sorry. <laughs> Price went up, dog. Price went up. I'm in the presence. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. You guys know. We're going to leave this in. Rolling. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> all right, bro. <laughs> I like that you threw that in there. You did the rolling deep. Yo. To my radio, and we out. Peace.